is systematic racism real? Is every foundations of this society have been built on racial discrimination? A lot of black Americans are convinced that the system is working against them. Is it true? Or is it just in their mind? Hi, I'm Jim Hunter Celestin, and welcome to Trigology. Hello everyone, in this episode let's explore what systematic racism is, its impact on individuals as well as society, and how to overcome it if such thing really exists, or is it just another abstract concept? Why don't we start with the definition of systematic racism? Put it simply, systematic racism is the ways in which um, policies and, and uh, institutions perpetuate racial discrimination to keep black Americans and Hispanic alike in disadvantage. People believe that racism, uh, systematic racism, I should say, is deeply ingrained in the foundation of all structures and systems in this society, blaming everything on the racist and evil system. If you're someone who believes in systematic racism, its effect can be seen across many areas of life, such as housing, healthcare, and in the education front, in the workforce, and the criminal justice. Let's delve a little bit into it, shall we? Let's start with healthcare. Studies have shown that black people are more likely to have higher rate of diabetes, obesity, and heart disease, just to name the key ones, of course. Some other studies have also shown that black people are less likely to receive pain medication compared to the white counterparts. Uh, that was shown in a study in 2007 or 2005, I believe. No doubt, this is very wrong. And that's definitely racist. Or definitely can be seen as being racist. But is it systematic? That's the question. Ask yourself this question. Is it the healthcare institution's policy commending physicians to act in such manner every time this situation come up? Hmm. The answer is no. Even though right now they trying to push critical risk theory so hard in the medical school. This is for another time. Let's stay focused on systematic racism. And, uh, well, what, where were we? Okay, so we asked a question, and we said, no, it's not the policy of the institution. It's because the physicians have racial biases, and that caused them to give their black patients an inferior treatment, therefore uh, contributing to a higher rate of morbidity and mortality. Sometimes they're not aware of their biases. Let's be frank here. We all have implicit biases. But sometimes they can be fully aware. I believe it's less likely 
for the actual institution to be racist, but the individual inside the institution. Let's say you know the healthcare institution is systematically racist. Then why don't you try your best not to be at the mercy of a racist doctor or nurse? How you ask? Well, take back control of what you eat. Stop consuming fast food 24-7, almost 365 days a year. How often do you have a balanced meal? If you don't know how to cook, buy a cookbook. Easy. Save yourself from diabetes, obesity, and heart disease. Even better, save yourself from the possibility of being at the mercy of a racially biased physician. Take back control of your life in every aspect possible, starting with your food choices. Have you ever thought about this? When you go to your grocery store and buy some beef, how long does it take you to cook that beef? Me, personally, it takes me about two hours to cook my beef. I like it well done. But when you go to your fast food restaurant and ask for a beef burger, they just put that highly processed so-called meat on the hot surface, press it, flip it around, press it again, and here you go. Your food is ready. What are you eating? So now on the education front. Black Americans have the lowest graduation rate. Why is that? It's due to the higher rate of dropped out kids. Yes, you don't like the school that you're attending and you can't switch because that's where you're zoned for. Why not make the best out of it? Did you know that many millionaires did not finish high school? So don't come at me with this excuse saying that you can't make it because your high school dropout. Just to be clear, I'm not advocating for kids to drop out of school. But if you dropped out, was it to go to a trade school? Was it to create a business? Or was it to go to the street life? If number three is the reason why you dropped out, congratulations. You are contributing to the school to prison pipeline out of the education system straight into the criminal justice system, the pipeline that lots of you love to talk about, how we have so many black people in prison, but yet voluntarily contributing to it. You gave up. You are responsible for your actions. Don't blame it on the system. A high school dropout is ineligible for 90% of job in America. Did you know that? A high school dropout makes an average 19000 a year. High school graduate, 28000 a year. College graduate, 58000 a year. So, unless you dropped out to create something worth it, like a lot of successful people did, stay in school. All right, so let's talk about the justice system. You could argue that systematic racism is most visible in the criminal justice system where black people are more likely to be pulled over, illegally searched, wrongly arrested, or sentenced to longer prison term than their white counterparts for the same offenses. Here again, not every policeman out there is pulling over black people. Not every policeman is racially 
bias or profiling you. Not every one of them. Let's be honest. And if you're wrongly arrested, I'm sorry, that was a bad cop. Yes, I know the police system was first designed to watch over a runaway slave and stuff like that. But this is 2023 now. If you get pulled over, most likely you are speeding. And if you are not, it's just a bad cop. Not every cop is bad. And if you get sentenced to a longer prison term for the same offenses than your white counterpart, again, not every black man or woman get the longer term every time they go to trial. It means that it's individual. This is an individual problem, not a system problem. You had a racist jury, a racist judge. Let's move on. Also, some people argue that it's due in part uh, to, the, to the institutional practices such as uh, the mandatory minimum sentencing and war on drugs, which disproportionately target black communities and Latinos. If you don't know what I'm talking about, let me explain. A mandatory minimum sentence is a fixed term of imprisonment that a judge must impose um, for certain crimes, regardless of the characteristic of the offender and circumstances of the, the case, often using drug-related offenses. That's what the minimum sentencing is about. Hope you're following along. People argue that minimum sentences impose disproportionate penalties for crack cocaine versus powder cocaine. And I agree on that. Because, for example, possession of 5 gram of crack cocaine or 500 gram of powder cocaine is 5 years mandatory in prison. And 10 years for 50 gram of crack cocaine or 5 kilogram of powder cocaine. It's a big gap. They've been going back and forth with Congress, uh, Congress to change or eliminate this law, but... Do I think this measure is racially driven? Yes. But again, to me, somebody with drugs is somebody with drugs. No matter what, no matter how much drug you have, user or dealer. So here again, why can't you just don't do drugs? It's so sad and funny to see how we are complaining about punishments being unfair rather than not being punished at all. You see, it's your choice to do or to traffic drugs. The system is not responsible for what you choose to do. You are responsible for your choices. So before you blame everything on the system, I would like for you to answer, to ask yourself these questions. Do you have the same right as every citizen? Can you still go to school even though that's not the school you wish you were attending because of your zip code? If you're a high school dropout, why did you drop out? Was it to create a business or go to a trade school? If you were raised without your father, does that justify the fact that you can't do better and also be in your kid's life? And ladies, just because you can get pregnant does not mean you should get pregnant, especially if you're young. Because most of the time, you're not going to stay with the father. And so, repeating the fatherless child circle. And if you go the abortion route, I believe you're committing a murder. Or you blaming the fact that you live in the ghetto. My question for you is, 
What have you done to leave the ghetto? Remember, you're all what you consume, not just what you eat, also what you're listening to. What type of music are you listening to? Whatever the tendency may be, what's the message? I bet you it's drug killing sex and telling women that they don't need a man. Uh, they have food stamps. Men calling women bitches. How could you grow to respect a woman? Calling your brother niggers. You owe your own degrader. You don't respect yourself. Why are you expecting to be respected? Did you join a gang selling drugs? Is that how you're going to leave the ghetto? Don't tell me the ghetto is all you know. It would be lying to yourself. Because obviously you're complaining about how bad your life is. And you can only complain if you know that there is a better life that others are living that you should be able to live as well. A better alternative. Do you have bad credit? Did you ever try to educate yourself on how to build your credit and actually work towards that? If you have kids, are you teaching them about credit? Even though you may feel like that you have failed, are you setting them up for success? Is that the system fault that you're not educating and helping yourself? Let me ask you this. If you decide to change your life right here, right now, is the system going to stop you? Do they have a reading rule that says minorities cannot succeed at all costs? Do they have a camera on each one of you, following your every move, tracking your every steps, just to stop you in case one day you want to be better? You want to do better. I'm sorry to break it to you, but you've been brainwashed to believe that you're stuck. You are your own oppressor. You are your own killer mentally and physically. Do not confuse systematic racism with just racism. You will find racist people everywhere you go on each side of the spectrum. White, black, Hispanic, Asian. It doesn't matter. Let's say you went to apply for a loan, right? And you got denied, even though you met all the requirements. Don't be so quick to blame it on the system. Because maybe that person was a racist person. Or better yet, did not like the shape of your head. <laughs> and you don't even know it. Try different places. I guarantee you will find somebody that actually doesn't care as long as you meet all the requirements. What's holding you back is your inability to recognize your own biases and not ready to let go of your ego. What you need to do is to say farewell to your victimhood mentality, let go of your pride, the anger caused by traumas and lies. Once you realize what's holding you back, it's easier to let go of that and move on. Stop being your own oppressor, your own executioner. Show me how strong you really are. Educate yourself by listening to the stories and experience of those who look just like you that made it out. Engage in conversation with people who have different perspectives than your own. And most importantly, you can always start by pulling up your pants. Thank you for your time.